Hey everyone, this is Michael Cox with Black SE Magazine, and we are back with another episode for Behind the Business for 2021. Today, I have the honorable pleasure to have Trissy Smith with me. Tracy. Tracy, see, I promise you, I keep thinking <laughs> I'm going to get okay. it. That is okay. Everyone, it's either Tracy, well, Tracy, majority of the time, but it's Tracy, like T R E E. Tracy, Tracy. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. If I call you Miss Smith, is that okay? That's so perfect. I won't mess it That's up because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here with us today. Um, you know, I really want to get into what you do with your business. It's something that I still don't know how to describe it when someone says it. I said it's like Home and Gardens meets HGTV meets <laughs> Airbnb meets Farm to Table meets, you know, please let right, me know. You what, hit it on the nose. That's it's it? Exactly <laughs> that, yes, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a variety of things. Um, first, interior stylist and... We're real estate investors. Nice. Have an Airbnb, and um, mom of four. Oh wow! Okay. Wife of twenty six years now. Nice. So yeah, I mean it's a variety of things. I have a retail space. Oh wow! Over at Consignment Classics, also known as Kurt's Vintage Marketplace. Okay. So that's where I sell all my vintage goods. Have you always been this entrepreneurial um, since like the beginning? Not really. No. Not really. I um. I was a stay-at-home mom for 20, 20 years. Yeah, wow. so raising raising kids. We really? have four kids. They're all two years apart, so okay. that kept me busy. So stay-at-home mom to entrepreneur now. Mm-hmm. Yes. What gave you that spark? You know, because there's a lot of women out there who, um, you know, are stay-at-home moms, especially if you're in San Diego. Most of them are probably Navy wives or Navy spouses, and you have to deal with the schedule of your, um, you know, your husband and then also the kids. How'd you find the time to actually start this entrepreneur journey? Well, it started in my home. So for me, I love vintage shopping. I love Mm -hmm. shopping in general. So vintage, finding vintage pieces at, um, let's say, estate sales or flea markets, I always, um, I've always been a creator. So mm-hmm. with the kids' rooms, it all started with, with having kids actually. So in their rooms and just um, designing the rooms to personalize their their personalities. Like our oldest, she's a reader. Mm-hmm. So for me doing her room, I had to make sure there was a corner for her books and her, like a little reading nook for her. So then I just really got into it with the four of them and meeting each one of their personalities which then it carried over to our home yeah. and also us um, buying real estate and flipping homes. Oh, nice. And some, some we kept as rentals, mm-hmm. but in, se- in this process of selling a home, staging the home, and so that got me into the interior style. Oh, okay. interior styling part of it. Nice. So everything is just kind of built up, built up, yes. built up, you know, and I think that's really important for entrepreneurs because sometimes they want to go, they want to go so fast and do so many things, yeah. you know, does your husband serve as one to like make sure you're centered and you know, there's a plan of action <laughs> at it or, or are you just like, I'm going to go in and tell him later. I just go for it. You just go for it. <laughs> yeah. He comes home and sees a new chicken coop. <laughs> he actually built the chicken coop. So he, <laughs> We're both, I think we're both creators in that way. He's more on the outside, I'm more on the inside. Nice, nice. So uh, that balances us. And also we, um, I just, we work well together and seeing each other's vision. We don't step in the way. How important is that? Very important. Communication is huge in a marriage for sure, mm-hmm. in a relationship in general. So me being able to communicate what I want to do and how I see a space and same, same with Emir, him being able to communicate like, it was his vision for the chicken coop. Oh, wow. So we live in an area where we, we're un, right under an acre, so we had the space to do 
different things mm -hmm. and which we both and moving in that space we also both had the vision of our garages detached from our home mm -hmm. so we're like one day this is going to be a room yeah and we did we converted it turned it into our airbnb wow so yeah <laughs> okay no i love that what about that part when you said it's communication because you know as people we um, you don't want to do a lot but we always want to look for validation at times for others to you know like our ideas get yeah. excited for us what happens when sometimes maybe you guys have conflicting ideas or is just you're at a standstill but you know you have to make a you know you have to make a choice what's your process there our process is i'm all over the place he's definitely more organized and he has to have a plan but I think with us being together for well total twenty eight years, that we just get each other. It's mm -hmm. like you just know, you know, and you understand the person that you're with and respect that. And Thanks. if it's something that I feel like I'm getting in his way, he'll express it to me. He'll say, Okay, now now this is too much in the family room. It's time to can we move this to another room or can you put it in your studio? So I have a studio on our property as well. Nice. So. <laughs> What's not on that property? Is there a bomb shelter underneath? <laughs> You are ready for the zombie apocalypse. You are know, ready for the right? aliens. You are ready for when the people take all the tissue again. You guys are ready. You know, it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. It's a lifestyle. You create what you want in life. I love that. And so that's what we, that's, that was both of our dream in buying this house. What, 12, I think almost 13 years ago now that we bought this home. And we, we just, it's our lifestyle. It's what we wanted. He always wanted chickens. He always, he wants a goat which that's probably next, but mm -hmm. are y'all making like goat milk and goat cheese and everything? You'll have to ask Mr. Smith. I'm not <laughs> sure what his plans are. With Mr. Smith, goat. are you guys doing goat milk and goat cheese and different things? Maybe at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get the goat pregnant, that, that would be the, the key. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So you guys live off the land basically, huh? It's, it's a, it's a rural area. But it's, we, I mean, we're, we have neighbors. They're not like directly close, like in a track home mm -hmm. and most that you'll see, but it's not, we're not isolated. You're not isolated, no. but you have enough where you just don't have to see everybody every day. That's right. That's, yeah. <laughs> I think you love that. Is that what yes. you, that's what you guys want? You want that? <laughs> that's right. You want that ability where they're not going to come and knock they're on your door. They're not going to come and knock on your door every day, that's for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, um, I want to go back to it because, you know, it's something real beautiful about, you know, this being a family business, you know, husband, wife, kids. How do you balance that, though? Especially, you know, there's so much pressure for a woman to do it all. Mm -hmm. You know, men, we can delegate and the world gives us like so many grants to do whatever we want. If I want to stop, I stop. If not. But for women, it's like you have to do it all. Like, you have to do it you all. You have to be wife. You have to be mother. You have to be good at everything. Like everything has to get a hundred percent of you, but that's, that's right. not reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Um, I feel like I incorporate my family and what I do. And I think we all pretty much do the same thing. Amir incorporates whether he's working in the garden and we're, we're all out there or my son's out there with him. We incorporate the family and um, what we're trying to do around this, around the house just even in my business, my stu the studio that I have, it was actually a shed, and I converted it into a studio. <laughs> you convert everything to something. So do you that, guys that make your own clothes? <laughs> no, and that's one thing I do want to learn. I, <laughs> none of us so. <laughs> I wish. That's something that we somebody needs to take up. Miss Smith Designs yeah. is coming soon, huh? <laughs> to an online store near you. That's coming. Don't give me any more ideas. <laughs> <Don't get> me <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
She would be on YouTube University right after this. Like, how to him inside. You know, why not? Go for You know, try to create what you want. If you, yeah. if you can't, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to the people that you know um, have that gift to do that. So I find myself doing that a lot. I do reach out to nice. all my, my friends and family, whoever I feel is better at something than than I can do. Why I'm not going to try to do everything. I love that, you know, because right now in this day and age, we, especially the day and age of millennials, mm-hmm. they want to do it all. They yes. want to do it all. They want to, you know, be big, bad. I, I knew it. I know it. I know it. I know it. And no one asked for help, you know. Yeah. And I'm glad that you attribute that to your success, you know. Yeah. Why is it that you think these people, entrepreneurs, need to really, really scale back the ego at times and really, like, just lay it all out there and say, I need help? I believe in a hustle, but I feel like you have to master something. So when you're all over the place, it's not doing anybody any good, not even yourself, because you're not able to complete, finish, or really, really learn that trade. So for, um, I, it's better to reach out. And why? And why stress yourself out? Yeah. Why, why stress yourself out on, on on trying to get everything done for yourself when you can just reach out to other people? Let them let them um, show you their gifts and what they can do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, no, yeah, that does. Okay, okay. Do you guys have a process um, for, you know, when you're reaching out and you're like, man, I hope this person is the best one to, you know, work with. Do you have a process to, like, filter out to make sure that, you know, it's just not all talk, but you actually can go, they're going to actually give me the information I need. They're actually going to be able to complete the job I need. I feel like we have a network of friends that do a little bit of everything. So, and, and we do that on purpose. So, before our two pandemic, we would have like happy hours at the house. Nice. And our goal was to like have other creators or not creators. If you're in a nine to five, whatever it is you do, but to mix and mingle people, let allow people that space to meet each other and learn and grow from, from each other, from what you learn from other people. Nice. So I, th- I, we just felt that was important. I think we have a very good group of friends and people around us. We surround ourselves around what we want or what we see for ourselves, whether we can do it or we can ask them for the help nice. to help achieve that. So you guys intentionally created a we network for yourself. That, yes. That's important, you yes. know, because <clears throat> there's a lot of networks out there and people want to network and network, but I think that's where the power lies when you've created, you, mm-hmm. you started the energy, the synergies there, instead of you going out to someone else's network event and then you're just like, okay, I'm here, here's my card, here's free snacks, but you guys are in control of how the energy works, the narratives, the connections, who's invited back, who's not invited back. You know who to mix, who not to mix. I mean, it takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a true statement. Whether it's raising kids, whether it's starting a business, it takes a village. So, And I think that's important for people to remember. It's like you you can't do everything. (laughs) Yeah. Have you, in all your years of doing this, have you ran into some entrepreneurs or creatives who are just hard-headed that just will not listen when Mm -hmm. you're like, don't do it all. Stop. Take a breather. And they hit a wall. (laughs) They hit a wall. What happens after they hit that wall? I mean, they're stressed out. You know what I mean? It it just brings, for me, less stress, better. (laughs) You know, really, because stress can do so much damage to your body Mm -hmm. in general. You know, your mental health, your, you know, just health in general. So, yeah, just reach out. Reach out. Ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Nice. 
Um, you know, one thing you guys do is you guys are setting a tone for your kids now. You know, they're all grown. They're, you know, they're ready for the world. Do any of them ever talk to you about, like, new entrepreneur endeavors they want to do? Are they looking for, like, to be more involved with the family businesses? Oh, you know, yeah. the, the portfolio of the Smiths, you know, so... It's so funny. Um, all right, so our oldest, we'll start with our oldest, Zuri. She's 23, and she is an anthropology major. Oh. And so it's funny because they all have their own journeys. Yeah. Um, our second oldest is Zoe. She's 20, 22. She just turned 22. And she is an engineer major. And then our third one, she's undecided. She just turned 20. That's Amira. Um, she, I consider her my creative director because mm-hmm. she is the one behind my Insta pictures directing me. Um, my oldest, Zuri, she's the writer. Zoe is the get-your-hands-dirty girl. She's the engineer, She loves, but she's also an artist. Mm-hmm. So Zoe works both sides of her brain for sure. But if I need some painting done or any help, get your hands dirty, she's my girl. That's yeah. my girl. And our son, Nicholas, he's 18. He um, He's a senior this year. So he is a lot. He's hanging with Dad a lot. Oh, okay. But he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's also the um, real estate. He wants to go to school for business with the emphasis on real estate. So, yeah, he's looking for homes, and he's trying to get him and his sisters to go in and buy a rental property. Nice. That's where representation matters. You know, it's like you guys are creating this generational wealth, and when I use that, I mean it in the sense of human capital because now they're investing, and you guys are setting the tone, you know. And this is a segue to say how important is it for, you know, even if someone isn't married, um, but, you know, is a mother or a father to set that tone for the kids to go, especially African-American children, to yeah. be entrepreneur, like to see that early on. How important is that, you think, for the community? Oh, I think it's very important. Um, watch what you do. Watch what you do. Your kids are watching at all times, whether you think they are they are or not two years old. They're watching everything yeah. you do. So it's important. I mean, and it's okay to make mistakes as a parent, as a mom. It's okay to make mistakes you're human too you're just yeah. learning the processes you're going to also but that's where it takes a community yeah you know so i think it's just important that like i said you ask questions you reach out you know go to that gra- go to your grandmother go to your mm-hmm. mom ask those questions see what they did see what the, you can do differently or even mimic what it is they did but um i think they're watching everything you do so talk to the kids Get them off of the devices. <laughs> Have Get you ever had any devices. experience where they mentioned something to you that you forgot you did or they um, that you guys did together? And they're, you're like, wait, you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. They remind <laughs> us all the time. <laughs> right. you know, and I will say, going back to that, that question about family, we believe it's our duty, absolutely our duty, to raise our children more. And that's not all finances, but more than what we have. We're born here. Country, uh, th- there are a lot of things going on. Uh, there, there, there are things that happen in life after we were born that are here. Mm-hmm. And there are still a lot of opportunities. We should leave our children more than we have. Leave them a legacy. Nice. I love that. What do you think that should entail with someone who doesn't have too much? What, what parts of that could they, what are legacies that they can leave with them? Dream yeah. big, perfect. Dream big. Yeah, dream big. And you don't need much. You don't need much. I mean, like I said, I was stay-at-home mom. Emir's the only. We got one income. We just adjusted our lifestyle instead of living above our means. <laughs> so <Is> that's important <laughs> for that's our important. community. That's important for our community. <laughs> yes, you'll get the glam. You'll get all that later on. You work for it, though. Yeah. You all know, right. I always say, like with my kids, I think I mentioned to you before. It's like, you know, you guys, you'll be a queen. 
one day. I'm the queen right now. You guys are princess. <laughs> it's something you have to, to earn. earn. You can't just go you around to work your that. way to things. You just don't get titles. Yeah. For just because, you know, so. Yeah. No, and I, I love that just because people do throw that term around. Yes. And I think sometimes people take it to the wrong extent where it's yes. like they feel like it's there's a, a regalness to it. There's a royalty where it's like, no, but you have to still earn it, you know, yeah. to be the queen of your house or the king of the castle. You was like, but you have to build one. Yeah. You have to, you can't be the king or queen of, of nothingness. Yes. <laughs> you know, then that's just, that's just yelling in the empty room. Where are my subjects? And you're like, um, who, I mean, who, who's, who's really checking for that's you? That's right. <laughs> Nice. Perfect. 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 Well, I love this. We're going to end this part of the conversation because I want to do something with you two here. We're going to do another thing about um, black love in a minute. Okay. Okay. So I want to end this with a couple rapid fire questions for you. Okay. Trissy Smith. Tracy. Tracy. Oh my gosh. You guys are Miss Smith. (laughs) As a mother, what are five things that you think are the most beautiful part being a mother? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say, for one, just have the children themselves is is it's beautiful to even them growing inside of you and just seeing this little human come um, in life. So um, I don't know, you know, it's watching them grow as individuals mm-hmm. is a big one. Um, seeing myself through them because you do see yeah. yourself through your, your children. Um, they're different personalities, which is part of them growing into themselves as well. Uh, it's hard. I have to think it's about that. that five on. is a lot. Five, five is, is a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best thing about being a wife? <laughs> as he looks, as he partnership, partnership, partnership com- um, companionship, partnership. Um, I love. I. Aww, I, I wish I you guys could see this look that they give each other. This is like this is why we're doing black love conversation right after this because this is going to be the thing that people want to hear. I, I love this man with all my heart for sure. Um, we I, we just get it when me and Amira first start dating. I'll just tell you a brief story if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when we start dating, I knew instantly that he would be my husband. Oh wow! Like and that go, day of that well. I won't say that day. We were friends. We were friends. We was actually introduced in high school, and oh, wow. we didn't date in high school. We dated probably like after when I came back home from college. But um, yeah, we didn't we didn't date right away. Nice. But then once we did, we we knew. I think we both knew. But I'll speak for me first. But yeah, okay, I knew. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. No, I love that. Uh, this has been wonderful. We're going to do part two of the episode. We're going to end this right now. I okay. um, hope you've been enjoying this and hope you enjoyed the next segment of this. So um, thank you so much, um, thank you. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>